Welcome back to the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. This is the Diarville Warriors post-game show with yours truly, Jeremy Forehand. Uh, checking in from you at the Casa here on a nice college football Saturday to recap the uh, Warriors' big victory over Harrison Central last night and look forward to fr- uh, Thursday. Check that Thursday's season finale against St. Martin. Um Last night was a big win, like we said, and the defense came to play. The defense come up with four turnovers on the on the game and uh, had a pick six, had a recovered a fumble in the end zone. So defense came to play. You know, at one point the Warriors were up forty-two to fourteen. That was at twenty just just before the end of the third quarter. It was a very uh, tight fourth quarter you should say on the Warriors side you know Harrison Central scored three times to uh pull within nine points there towards the end before the Warriors recovered the last onside kick uh got a lot tighter at the end than than people would have liked uh just want to shout out a few of the kids that had a great night uh to start off the game first drive of the game Harrison Central had received the opening kickoff Zion Abraham, you know, he's played a lot of running back this season, but recently here he's had to be he's had to be moved to the defensive side of the ball. He had a nice interception on the first drive. I want to say it was either second or third play. Uh, he took it 56, 50 yards to the house for a pick six to start it out. Warriors were up seven to nothing there. Uh, 9.21 to go in the first quarter, you know. There's a lot, the theme for yesterday's game was a lot of guys playing either both ways or a lot of guys playing positions that they hadn't played previously. You know, uh, talking with a few of the assistant coaches and it's almost like, you know, a lot of these guys are new to D'Ireville football, you know, from last season with Coach Dolan. I mean, I think off the top of my head, you literally only have like, four maybe five coaches out of the you know eight to ten or however many it is basically half the staff was the same staff from Dolan so you got a lot of new guys that have came in this year and those guys and and basically the entire staff I mean you got coach Ladner in his first season it's taking them time to get used to these kids and finding their holes for them they may have thought they needed them in this spot but come to find out they would have need them in this spot. And sometimes that takes time to figure out. But, you know, last night you could see a few things developing that was helping. You know, they had Shannon Donaldson, who's one of the kids we'll talk to here later. He had played tackle, I believe, most of the season. They dropped him down to guard and then had Robert Voivich, the sophomore, come in and start a tackle. And, you know, I don't know if that was because of injuries. Coach Ladner will mention it later in the interview, but they had a lot. They had, they were dealing with a flu bug this week at, at football. So a lot of guys missed practice. A lot of guys are missing time due to being sick and whatnot. So they had to go with what they had and adjust on the fly, shall we say. So I was real proud of how they did that. Um, looking back at some at some more stats from the game and, and how they did. Uh, Gage Peterson, the quarterback, had a had a very very efficient night. Six of eight, 
of 90 yard, 98 yards at a touchdown. He threw the touchdown pass to Marcus Marcus Washington. Um, Gage has played a really good, solid game. He he had a, he had a couple throws that he probably would have liked to take back. You know, he had one deep to Marcus, and it's being a quarterback from back in the day. It's one of those things where it's a you see the guy come open. And, and that's when everything starts to get tighter and tighter. You want to make sure that throw is on the money. You don't throw it too deep. You don't throw it too short. You don't hold him up. Engaged through a nice, pretty ball. But, boy, it was just literally a step ahead of him. You know, one step out in front of Marcus there on a touchdown. I believe Coach Leitner went back to that same play later in the game, and he was able to complete it to Marcus for the touchdown, you know, uh, Gage has been real solid. He's had, a, you know, he's had his hiccups just like any quarterbacks would have here and there. But overall, he's been really good. Like I said, he was the lone starter coming into the season. So hopefully uh, he'll continue to, to show the guys how to play and, and how to push forward. You know, uh, Marcus Washington, he's played a lot of defense for the Warriors and Coach Ladder. Needed some running back with the running back getting thin. So he put Marcus there at running back. And Marcus was able to have Marcus's stat line for the night. 16 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. He had two catches for 44 yards and one touchdown reception. Um, he played a lot of defense, had a lot of tackles. He was all over the field. You know, he will return kicks. He, he's he's I think he's basically scored every way he could but a pick six. Um, I mean, the kids had a, numerous kickoff return touchdowns. He's had rushing touchdowns, passing reception touchdowns. So, you know, I was talking to uh, our buddy Jimmy Lawrence, who's films for the Warriors, and Jimmy made the comment that all he needed to do last night was to bring him a popcorn and a Coke because he was doing just about everything else on the field. So, you know, it's Marcus is a great kid. He's doing a great job this year. I hate, I hate that we only get him for this one year, you know. He's a transfer in from out of state. So I hate that we only get him for this one year because he's, he's a hell of a ball player. So uh, next one, one of those we're talking about that has changed positions somewhat, uh, Javion Fowles. He was playing a lot of defensive defensive line, and uh, you know he knew he could run the ball a little bit. He, and coach put him in in the fullback position. He had 11 carries, 79 yards, and he had a touchdown run. Um, kid's a little banged up. When I was talking, you know, when I was talking to him last night, you could tell he's 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 got a little bit of a just normal normal football, you know, injuries or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's football. You get banged up. You know, it's one of those things. But kid continues to play and pound the ball. And, uh, you know, I think he I think he did a real good job last night. Um, another one on the offensive side of the ball to highlight from last night. And he's really did pretty good. He's really did real good on the whole season. Uh, Jamel Rothschild, the tight end slash the tight end slash wide receiver. He, he, you know, he's a big guy, big body. There's times where they'll run plays to him, and it's almost like he's just out. He's he's just blocking out the guy make, to make a rebound. So he had three catches, 59 yards last night. He's had a big season. That's that's Gage's number one uh, target majority of the time on pa any pass plays. So 
Warrior defense last night. Four tone nervous. We had an interception by Zion Abraham that we talked about. Jalen Barker also had an interception later on in the game, a tip ball in the middle field. I think the if the Red Rebels weren't in the red zone, they were very close, right outside of the red zone. A nice tip ball across the middle. Barker was able to come up with the interception. Warriors also uh, caused two fumbles, and they were recovered by uh, London Adams. And Howard Dunn recovered one in the end zone. Uh, there was a point where it was, it was at late, in the, you know, middle of the second quarter. Her, uh, Warriors drive deep, have a fourth down, and stop just short of the end zone. I think the, and then the Red Rebels took over at, you know, their own one yard line or two yard line, somewhere in that range. And uh, next thing you know, play fumble in the backfield and it's commotion and then Warriors come up with his big play there big play in the second quarter put us up 21 to 17 there and uh defense like I said defense was playing like with a little bit of an edge last night in my opinion they were they were all over the ball moving around a lot of hitting going on um it was just probably it was probably their best game that they had played all year you know they had a few hiccups late but all year, that that was probably their best game all the way around, and, and they picked a good time to do it. Trying to get a little momentum here, heading into the end of the season. Um, two big, you know, the two biggest rivalries, and games wise, is the Harrison Central game, which was last night. It was the 65th meeting between the teams, and then this Friday's Saint, this Thursday, I should say, Saint Martin's game, which will be the 61st meeting between the two teams so uh, a couple more guys to highlight last night Howard Dunn had a cause fumble and he also had the he had the fumble recovery in the end zone for that touchdown and as always my, my buddy Jackson Caligari is six of six on PATs on the season Jackson the fresh he's a freshman now he came in kind of I think it was in game three or four they pulled him in and He's he's twenty one of twenty two on the season for extra points and he's two of two on field goal. So very proud of how he's playing. He's come in huge. They got him kicking off this past game. Kid continues to just get better and better. You know, I you I, I I'm thinking in a year or two, we'll, we'll, he'll be continuing to get better. We'll get a little buzz going. It's a little bit of recruitment buzz because the, the, if the kid improves and gets better and that leg gets a little bit stronger. I mean, he's the seal. The ceiling's wide open. So, Warriors win last night, forty-two thirty-three. They improved to three and seven on the season, and two and four in the division in the region. Uh, we'll get to some some interviews here in a minute. I talked to Coach Josh Ladner last night. I also talked to. Marcus Washington last night. I talked to Javion Fowles last night, Shannon Donaldson, and Zion Abraham. So please stick tight. We'll be back to you here in a minute. Thank you. If you're looking for that special bottle of wine for that romantic dinner, all the ingredients to make cocktails for the best party ever, or just want something cold to drink during tailgating and football season, stop by Dane's Liquor and Wines. They have many selections of fine wines and spirits, and they're located at 10394 the Iberville Boulevard, Suite 8, or give them a call at 228-207-0528. 
Checking in with Zion Abraham, number 18. Uh, big pick to start the game. Yes, sir. 50 yard pick six on what, the third play of the game? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Third play. What'd you see on the play that, that gave you the, the read the route, to read the route? And, uh, you know, you had green grass pretty much the whole way. Well, first I was watching the receiver as he, he was coming out of his route, he was breaking down. Then I peeked at the quarterback as he was like looking his direction. Then I seen the receiver break out, so I just played it. Yeah, did you, uh, you, look, you looked like you, you thought you was free and clear, and then you had one blazing you right there around the 10 yard line, huh? Yeah, I felt the breathing down my neck as I was running. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great play, great job all the way around, running the ball, catching the ball. And, uh, you know, I always talk about you about the old number 18. Yes, sir. I'm par I'm partial to number eight, but that's just me, you know. But uh, yeah, 18 special number. Yes, sir. You did proud this year. I'm I'm happy for you. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing this uh this one last game and uh good luck to you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, man. Commitment to community is a core value at High Tide Plumbing LLC. Travis Curtis, owner and master plumber, is a proud alum of the Iberville High School and the Warrior football program. Travis is honored to give back to the community that gave him so much growing up. Call High Tide Plumbing at 601-466-9904 today to talk to a plumbing technician about your upcoming project. High Tide Plumbing LLC, a proud community sponsor of the Iberville football. Go Warriors! Checking in with offensive lineman Shannon Donaldson, senior, number 61. Uh, Coach Bennett, you know, asked me to talk to you a little bit. He was he wanted to see how you felt. How was it going in the game? Been playing tackle all season. Move you down to guard. How what was the transition like? How did it feel playing tonight? Uh, well, you know, had to move a little bit faster. You know, get around blocks and stuff like that, and really just do my job. And, yeah. Last season, you played a lot more defensive line. Yes, sir. This year, you've been strictly offensive line. Yes, sir. How has that change been? Have you have you felt like you've handled it well? And what what sort of what is the differences you would think of when it comes to the defense line, offensive line? Uh, offense, really. Uh, well, really on defense, I'm more I'm like more aggressive on defense than offense. But I do anything for the team and anything to help the team. Without a doubt, uh, yes, great job tonight, leading the way. The offense, offense had 218 yards rushing, 98 passing. So, very big win. Got to be happy with it. Yes, sir. Shine bright, your last one next week. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Great talk to you. Checking in with Marcus Washington, a defensive back, running back for the Warriors. Had a great game tonight. He had 16 rushes for 168 yards, two touchdown runs. Two catches, 44 yards, a TD reception, and was playing a hell of a defense. Uh, Jimmy made the comment and said he was waiting on you to bring him a Coke and a popcorn up to the concession stand because you was doing just about everything else. How'd the game? How, how'd the game go? What, what do you, how do you feel coming out with a big win there? Uh, I feel great. I'm glad I got an opportunity to learn the offense and uh, contribute on both sides of the ball this week. I mean, if you think about it, we had we had a. Pick six, right? Yes, sir. Kickoff return, touchdown return, and now we got touchdown pass reception. Yes, so I mean, you trying to score all the ways around. Uh, I just need a pick six now. Yeah, let me ask you this: How's your brother doing? 
he's all right. He should be able to play next week. Okay. I see him sitting over here on our shoulder here, but uh, let's get rid of that. We don't want to see nobody. Nobody's listening to us. Uh, what are you looking forward to going into the, the season finale? Last game you're going to play on the black and gold. I hate to bring it up to you, but you know, last game next week. What are you look? What are you looking to see? What are you looking to do uh, to finish it out right? I'm hoping for a game similar to this one, and maybe they kick me the ball uh, for kickoff kickoff return. But other than that, just play the same that I've always played. Um, how has it been playing both sides of the ball here? The, what's it been the last six games, probably? Mostly? Um, or has it really been, been the last two or three games? Playing my a good first, bit on Yeah, uh, I played like a few snaps in the last like three games, but today's like my first time full-time full both, time, ways. both ways. Yeah, and it's, I, tough, I, it's a tough deal to do. So I, did a great I was job nearly cramping about three times. Did a great job tonight. Uh, continue, con continue to improve. Make the last one count. And uh, wish you the best, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, did you know that Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is the fastest growing dealership on the coast? They have been serving the Gulf Coast for almost a decade with quality pre-owned vehicles. Their customer service starts when you drive into the lot and continues long after the sale is final. They have financing options that are guaranteed to get you into a vehicle that fits your needs and a price that fits your budget. They have two locations to serve you at 10276 Rodriguez Street in D'Iberville. And that phone number is 228-641-4798. Also, 11477 Highway 49 in Gulfport. And that phone number is 228-875-5556. Just remember, good credit, bad credit, or funky credit you're always approved at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Talking with JV on fouls. Playing a little fullback tonight. You've been on the defensive line. Uh, what, what's the change from the two positions for you? you? You did a great job tonight with your blocking and your runs. You had uh, 11 runs for 79 yards and a 16-yard touchdown run. So how, how did it feel to get, a, get started on the right foot there tonight? Uh, it, it felt great, really. I was, so he had me blocking a lot, and I was wondering if he would let me run the ball. He was let me run the ball, and I felt like, I just felt like I could do it for my team. My team has really encouraged me, so yeah. it was pretty cool. I mean, you've, you, we've had we've had a few injuries, you know, of course we had Booker, had to, had to leave, but a lot of injuries, and uh, you know, you're playing through it yourself, and doing a good job tonight at the fullback position. I was very happy to see how you was coming along. Um, did how did the, how did the game plan and the game itself go, as opposed to what coach has been talking to y'all about all week? Um, the game plan was really just key to blocks. Make sure you made your block, make the right read. We didn't really, and other than that, just execute. That's really what it's all about. Y'all seemed like you had a little bit of an edge to y'all tonight. Like you, you know, like these guys said something bad about y'all online or something. I mean, y'all look like y'all was out for blood. You know? It was just, just a wake up call. Like yeah. our coach has been preaching to us how, how we can't like, how we we have the tool, we just don't know how to win yet. Yeah. And before the game, our coach showed us a picture of a hungry lion, and to me, it really meant a lot how, how the coaches always put in all their work on Sundays, and we not answering. Like yeah. they doing all the hard work, and we not answering. So when Coach Landon gave me the chance to run the ball, I'm like. You know what? I've been 
putting in work over the summer to run the ball, and then I got hurt. I'm going to show, I'm going to prove what I've been working for over the summer. And he gave me the chance today. Man, he did a great job tonight. I was happy to see it. Uh, good luck on this last one next week. Thank you. Wear it, wear it with proud, buddy. You're always gonna be a warrior, no matter what, you, no what, no matter what anybody tells you. Yeah, of course. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Checking in with Coach Josh Ladner after a big win against Harris Central, 42-33. Coach uh, got a little tighter there at the end than we would like. Uh, had a few people sweating. Uh, yeah. What what'd you have to tell the kids? You know about you know that the first thing that came out was that that little somewhat of a surprise on side. I wasn't expecting it, but then. I don't know who too, too many people was. We thought they may. Um, I had my guys. I had We put different personnel in there. They didn't line up like a traditional onside, but we thought they might try it. So we we changed our personnel a little bit so some guys with better hands, moved the second line up. Um, but it still, I mean, it was it still would have been, whether I had true on, you know, yeah. hands team out there or not, it still would have been the one-on-one with Jalen Barker out there. He just, uh, just didn't make the play in that moment. But... Um, that was pretty. That was pretty pivotal. They scored a couple plays later. I think the biggest one really was the fumble at the end, where they scooped and scored. We had them. I think at our top score it was forty-two to fourteen. Yeah. You know, so yeah, and I, I didn't really feel like we only punted one time tonight. So I felt pretty confident that we could drive on them um, if we held onto the ball. If not for the turnovers, I think it could have been a whole lot worse. But yeah, way too close. Way too close. Yeah, uh, speaking of the turnovers, uh, you got to be happy with the defense getting four turnovers on their Very side. Very happy. Oh, God. Yeah, pick six to start the game off. Um, we uh, don't punch it in right there on the third drive. We went up 14 to nothing on it pretty quick. Actually, we pick six. Then you got a First fumble. offensive play of the next drive, they caused a fumble and recovered it. We score, make it 14 nothing. The next drive, we drive all the way down. To the one, don't get it in. They cause a fumble and score, yep. and score on the next drive. So really, they're you know the deep. That's but look, man, Diablo football is a great running game, great special teams, and a phenomenal defense. And if we're gonna win games here, it starts on the defensive side of the ball, 100. It yeah. always, it always will. You know, the best team that's ever played here in 2002 when we won a state championship we had the greatest statistical defense of all time in the history of the state of mississippi and for us to get back to the state championship it's got to start on the defensive side of the ball yeah zion made a great play on that pick six to start off um let's talk about some of these guys that are uh playing playing multiple playing both ways yes. and some of these guys that are playing a, a different p position than yeah. they have played previously yeah so you know, to start the year off, we had some pretty good depth in the backfield. Um, but over the course of the year, for, you know, whatever circumstances and uh, sicknesses and and um, injuries, we've just kind of diminished. And I've had to kind of throw guys in. So last week, toward the end of the Gulfport game, I threw Javian Fowles in to see what he can do. And he looked good running the ball, looked good blocking. He just didn't know the play. So this week, we spent most of the week, you know, basically getting him prepared. New Marcus was special. Um, you know, from the get, uh, we just had some other guys that could get it done. Um, and then uh, last week in Skullport, we got real thin. Lance Shannon went down. Um, Zai had to move the defense. Um, so, you know, we had to kind of build some depth somehow. And so I brought Marcus over to the to the offensive side this week. And, uh, man, it really paid off. He was special tonight. You know, really yeah. special. He had 
Marcus had 16 carries, 168 yards, right. two touchdown runs, and he had two catches, 44 yards, and a TD reception. Right. He was the difference tonight, no doubt. And on the defensive yeah. side, I mean, what he did, I don't know how many tackles he had, but they they really couldn't run it or throw it to his side of the field. Yeah. It felt like he was always going to make the play. So Yeah, the kids are just, he's just a do-it-all kind he of guy. He is, he is. And then, like we said, we were, you know, I was talking about Shannon Donaldson. You know, the kid plays defensive line last year, and yep. then he's back on the offense side, and in this game he gets put in the guard position. Yep. Well, you know? that was another necessity. So this week we had about 20 kids get type A flu. You know, as hard as that is to imagine, um, we uh, our starting left guard was out all week. Uh, you know, and the list goes on. I could, I could make a whole, but – we honestly didn't know day to day who was going to be here. You know, like we we get text messages and phone calls, but really until you show up, I don't. Yeah. You know, we were like, man, I don't know what kind of. We were trying to come up with something on Sunday, and I'm like, I don't even know what our personnel is going to be until we get here on Monday. So, um, but you know, we uh we had we had to move Shannon to guard, and uh, Robert Boyevich stepped in and played left tackle, and you know it really paid off. I mean, I, you know, with all the things that worked against us this week. Um, we actually kind of stumbled upon, you know, some things that probably helped us tonight, you know, by necessity. Yeah. So I was proud of the boys. And, you know, London Adams is another one I got to mention. I mean, he's 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 played probably five different positions. You know, he's our snapper. Uh, he plays all special teams. And then tonight he starts a corner, plays yeah. every snap. And uh, made a huge play right before the halves to stop the guy from getting in at the one as the time clock ran out, that saved another touchdown. You know, that could have been a difference in the ball game looking back on it. So, yeah. uh, he, uh, you know, just just some all-around warriors. You know, they just, they're football players. Yeah. You know, I don't, Coach, I'm not a running back. I'm not a quarterback. I'm not a wide receiver. I'm a football player. Yeah. Whatever you need me to be, you know. Yeah, there was a couple. Those are the guys you got to have, man. A couple of guys told me that same scenario when I was talking to them a ago. They, they basically said, whatever, they, whatever coach needs me to do, and that's yeah. that's right. And you know, everybody doesn't have that mentality, you know. But here at the Iville, you know, warrior mentality, and that's exactly what it is. You know, we just serve each other, and we're gonna we're gonna lay it down for each other. You you know, week in and week out, year in and year out. It was good to it was good to get that second edition win, and it's sure. even better when it was the Red Rebels. No you doubt, know, the longest. I don't know if you realize it. Longest yeah. running. Uh, rivalry, rivalry yeah. in, in either team's history. You know, sixty. Yeah. It was game number sixty-five between the teams tonight. Wow! No, I, I knew it was a longest run rivalry. Yeah. I didn't know the exact number. Yep. But uh, that's pretty cool. I think if yeah. I remember right, Harrison Central started playing in '58, and we played them ever since. Wow! So wow! Yeah, and it's been a you know, and it's been a long run, and I know that we have a lot of, you know, uh, you know, teachers yeah. and administration and. You know, coaches that yep. have played or coached over there. Of course, Kevin Roberts up in the up in the booth played linebacker for him, and so there's a whole lot of ties there. Miss Roberts, our cheerleading coach, was a former you know coach and teacher over there. What about, your, what about your assistant principal? What and my assistant principal, our assistant principal, Mr. Nikes, was a Red Rebel. So, but uh, no, man, it's just a you know. Um, our athletic director's a former rebel. He had to come over and congratulate me. You know, it was pretty cool. But you know, yeah, it's a big rivalry. It's a lot of bragging rights that go into it. You know, I knew that these two games mean a lot to our community, and 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 the, every game means a lot. But you know, these two are very personal, uh, and St. Martin's going to be going to be the same. You know, we gotta we gotta go out there and give our best, and um, and 
hopefully, hopefully we can get out. Yeah, I was going them. in that direction. It's going to look a little bit different when we when they come to visit us next week. We still got a still got a couple familiar faces that we know. Sure. But we got a, a different group yeah. of guys coming in. Uh, right. It's the same old game. It is. Yeah, and coach. Uh, well. Coach, uh, the new uh, uh, coach Ty Smith is is, uh, is is doing a good job over there. You know, he's trying to get the, the culture turned around. That's that was my big message tonight. You know, it was like we're playing these two teams back to back weeks, and and they're trying to change the culture. Yep. Whereas mine has my situation is I'm trying to desperately cling to the road that's already been paved here at the Iberville and keep my kids believing that yeah. they're warriors you know and we should always expect to win and always expect victory whereas these other teams they're trying to get them to believe i'm trying to keep my belief you know so uh, but man we uh you know tonight's message was really a, a hunger a starving lion on the walls tonight and i just told them like you know even a lion that's starving is dangerous you know um and uh and that's that's really what I am right now. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, man, I'm just starving for a win. Let's get a win. Yeah. And, and um, just kind of encourage them to let's, you know, don't forget who you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, let's go out there. And let's show these people who we are. Man, we were so thin. There was so much working against us tonight. But the kids just rose up, man. I was so proud of them. So proud of them. We tried to give it away at the end, but we're, we're well, you know, I was, just I, so inexperienced. You I, know? Was, I was talking to them earlier, and I asked the guys, I said, I said, did they, did they say something bad about you online? I said, because it seemed like they were playing, you know, yeah. maybe it went back to the line pitch. They seemed like they were playing with a little bit of edge tonight. Yeah. You know, they were getting after the ball. All 11 hats is after the ball. Yeah. They're just playing sideline to sideline. Sure. Hits, you know. Right. I, everything I, we've been, everything you've been expecting yeah. And wanting to happen, it basically happened in this game with all the turnovers and the, yeah. the offense, the whole nine. You know, I, I really think it goes back to the week of preparation. You know, um, you know, you had two teams that were basically playing for pride, mm -hmm. and um, and our kids. I'll give you a quick example. Like we practiced till I really my plan this week was not to go so long at practice, but somehow we just ended up. It was six o'clock. You know, yeah. and the kids never complain. They never griped, and it gets away from me a little bit because I love what I'm doing. So I don't. Wednesday, we had a kid get a little banged up at the end of practice, last couple of plays of scrimmage, and he got his ankle rolled. And I was, we started running our 40s, and uh, and I was in my head, I was thinking we're just gonna run 10 40s and get out of here. So Wednesday practice, it was already late. It was like 5:40. I was like, let's. Get... I walk over there to check on the kid. It took a little longer than I wanted to. When I came back. Coach Bloomfield, he said, hey, uh, look, we're on, we're on number 19 here. Do you want to? And I'm like, 1940s? And he's like, I'm like, crap. Not a single kid yeah. complained. Yeah. Not a single kid was going, how many are we running? Yeah. They were just getting after it, you know. And and I think that that really was the difference in the ball game was that our kids were still fighting, you know. Not, I'm not saying that they weren't, but, yeah. but I just I just feel like we were – we prepared better, you yeah. know, and we worked hard this week. And I think that that showed on Friday night when we went out there and we were just a little bit, we had the edge, you know, and I think that comes in a week of preparation, you know, week in and week out. Well, it's on to the final one. It is. The one that I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. Let's put it that way from yeah. when I had, when my I kids know. went to school. You got some good memories there. It's, 
you know, it's a, it's a lot different than it used to be. You know? Sure. I, I would say, I used to always say it was number one on the rivalry chart. In my opinion, it's down, it's down like three now. Yeah. Plus the Ocean Springs, I, in my point, opinion's in front of them. Yeah. Uh, I always joked about the Ironville playing St. Martin, it's like cousins playing against each other, basically. Cause, yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of, same kind of town, same kind of area, it is, you know, yeah. it's just, County lines, the only difference. You know? Sure, sure. Um, is there anything you specific you want to see out of these guys with this being the last game of the season? I want to see them finish. You know, um, I want to see them finish the way that uh, that some of these seniors wanted to go. You know, I want to see it go out the right way. You know, and and honestly, I, I would I'd be very proud to end our season with two straight wins and go into the off season with a little bit. Of, positivity to yeah. build for the future and um, and get out of it healthy you know and that's really my my main priority because honestly Friday I want to I want to clean up and get things going and then Monday I want to hit the ground running I mean I can't tell you how you know just uh, eager I am to continue this journey because I really and truly believe that we got something special brewing here it's just gonna you know it's taking a lot longer than I wanted it to I wanted eight wins this year you know I wanted to make the playoffs and wanted to make you guys all you know, excited about traveling yeah. somewhere or hosting a playoff game, but it just didn't work out that way. But I, but, but I think of, you know, the greatest thing that we can do right now is to finish the season on a winning note. And sometimes that can be more beneficial for a young team. Yeah. Rather than driving four hours somewhere and get your brains beat in, you know, could could possibly be more harmful than, yeah. you know, finishing with two wins and a positive note. Not that I would ever be okay with not making a playoffs. That's not what I'm saying. But but just trying to find the positivity in the position that we're in, you know. So I just want to see them end it on a positive note. So I'll be I'll be ready, and uh, yeah. it's always good. To, it's always hey, it's another Warrior game. I can't wait to see it. Thank you, John. So, Thank you, buddy. Thank you for all you're doing. You're doing great this year. Appreciate we it. appreciate what you're doing. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, brother. Before next week's game, go buy Quave Brothers Po'boys and get yourself a pot roast and gravy po'boy or a good old shrimp po'boy dressed and pressed. Whatever you're quaving, Quave Brothers will take care of you. They are located at 10271 D'Auberville Boulevard or give them a call at 228-392-8683 to place your order today. Throwing a little added bonus here into the pot uh, back here. Uh, I want to talk about a few upcoming matchups this week. Just uh, some big games along the coast and some matchups for uh, folks in the listening area, you know, here on the coast. Um, going into Thursday night's matchup, the four playoff teams in Region 4 5A will be Ocean Springs is the region champ after their win over big win over Gulfport this, this past Friday. Gulfport and Biloxi are both 5-1. They'll play in the finale. Again, it's Biloxi at Gulfport. Winner will be 2, loser will be 3 in that matchup. So, Team number 4 in the region will be the Hancock Hawks. They are 3-3 three three heading into the finale. They play at home versus Pascagoula. So, that's your, that's your Region 4, five, Region 4, 6A matchups and teams heading into the uh, last week of the season. Games this week. 
St. Martin at D'Iberville, Hancock, Harrison Central, I'm sorry, at Ocean Springs, Biloxi at Gulfport, and Pascal at Hancock. So, a little bit to play for. Mainly, the only game to play for in our division is Gulfport and Biloxi. So, that's a matter of who's two, who's three. So, some other big matchups. Uh, your, your, three, your Region 4 5A matchups is, is a big week. So, you got Gaucher traveling to Picayune. That's the... Winner, take, that's a winner-take-all matchup. Winner is the division region champ. The loser is the number two in the division get a home playoff game. Um, your matchup, your other matchup in the region 4-5A that we're looking at, East Central at Van Cleef. Also on this one, winner-take-all. Winner is number three. The loser is number four. So the Hornets travel to the Bulldogs. I believe it's called... Something to do with the Pascagoula River, if I remember right. Uh, I hope my guys, my, my buddies from up in Hurley and the Cleve don't get mad that I don't know what it is. But it's nice, good rival. That's a, that's a very sneaky rivalry game if you're not from the Jackson County area and don't really know about it. Um, playoffs will start this week for two, 2A, 3A, and 4A on Friday. And local teams playing... Um, Summerall will play at Stone. Stone Tomcats, uh, the, the region champ there in 8-4A. Pass Christian will travel to Poplarville. Tough matchup for the Pirates heading to uh, the Hornets there. Hornets, very good season. They were the Division 7-4A champs, if, I, if I'm correct on that. Uh, spitballing here. I... I hope I'm right where I'm at, but another matchup, Moss Point. We talked about them a little bit before. Moss Point was 0-7 to start the season, and then won the next two games, which were conference game, which were division games. Moss Point finishes two and season two and seven and gets to host the playoff game. They will play at home Friday versus uh, Forest County. Good to see Forest County back in the playoffs. Coach Larry Dolan back at back at his original place of business forest county agriculture high school and he did a great job this year back at it there forest county will travel to moss point and then your your 3a matchup on you on the coast port gibson travels to saint stanislaus saint stanislaus was within you know five points of of winning the uh division there they they played jeff davis county to the wire and uh, came up there short and finished second, and they'll host a playoff game. Now, the Region 4-5A, we talked about their teams. Now, who they will be looking at coming in to play them. Uh, the the five that have playoff aspirations there in Region 3-5A. Hattiesburg sitting at 6-0. and Wayne County's at 5-1. and Laurel's at 4-2. and West Jones at 4-2. and Florence is on the outside at 3-3. Three and three. Um, Hattiesburg obviously played Laurel on Saturday. That's for the Little Brown Jug. Uh, Wayne County play at West Jones. Laurel plays at Hattiesburg. West Jones plays at home versus Wayne County. And then Florence will play Natchez. Now, I hope I'm saying this correctly, but basically if Hattiesburg wins, they're the champ no matter what. Uh, out of the four and two teams... If Laurel were to 
Laurel it loses and ends up tied with Florence County. Florence, then Florence will be in in the fourth spot, and West Jones will be in the three. It's all going to depend on how Friday plays out. But looking at this scenario right now, it's Hattiesburg one, Wayne County two, Laurel three, West Jones four, Florence five. So I think the only one oddball that can make it in is Florence if they get a victory and Laurel loses at Hattiesburg. Because then Florence could sneak in. Now, it could be a three-way scenario. I don't know. But this is mainly just for all my all my folks up in the, the Picayune area. And, you know, talk about the, the original talking ball, y'all, listeners up in the Pearl River County area. So, I appreciate getting to do this. Um, we're going to come back talk a little bit about the upcoming Warriors game. At St. Martin this Thursday. Uh, stick, stay tuned. We'll be right back with you. Sweatman Security Service has been serving Mississippi and Lower Alabama for more than 45 years. Sweatman Security's mission is to enhance the success of all their clients by providing superior security with the highest degree of integrity and responsiveness. Sweatman Security strives to be the best in every aspect of their business by fostering a culture of trust, teamwork, responsibility, and high expectations. For all your security needs, call Sweatman Security Service at 228-374-4528 or stop by their location at 180 Delaney Street, Biloxi. Welcome back to the Diarville Warriors post-game show here on Talking Ball, y'all. This week, the Warriors uh, have their season finale at home versus St. Martin on Thursday night at 7 p.m. at Warriors Stadium. I want to repeat that one more time just so everybody's clear. The game is Thursday night at Warriors Stadium at 7 p.m. Uh, playoffs in 2A, 3A, and 4A are on Friday. So in order to help with the referee shortage, there has there have moved all season finale games to Thursday this season. So Warriors will entertain coming to the this Thursday's game at, with a three and seven mark overall and a two and four mark in the region. St. Marmel entered the game with a three and seven mark as well, but they're zero and six in the division. Um, this will be the sixty-first matchup between the two teams. The Warriors lead that margin with forty-nine wins, ten losses, and one tie. Um, the Yellow Jackets and Warriors are somewhat similar, and by that I mean both young teams, both new first-year coaches. You know, obviously you've got the Warriors with Josh Ladner. The Yellow Jackets have Coach Ty Smith. His first season was with the Jackets last year as the offensive coordinator. Uh, there's a lot of familiar faces if you're from the St. Martin D'Ireville Ocean Springs area. They're on the sidelines for the Yellow Jackets. Uh, a lot of a lot of coaches that have coached together pre previous or played with each other pre previous. So it's always a good matchup, always a good rivalry game. You know, it may not be like the rivalry games we had back in the, you know, mid-80s, early 90s, you know, back in the days when you couldn't go to the grocery store and buy eggs unless you were like over 18 because they knew what you were going to do with them. You were going to go throw them at people. So it's that sort of thing. You know, this this is a rivalry that boils down to back when St. Martin Middle School was right there on Lemoyne 
and everybody would converge at Hardy's on a Thursday to go eat before their, you know, their junior high games. It, it has started since then and just continued from there. Even going back to when the high school for St. Martin was on Lemoyne with D'Arville's high school being right there on Lamy Bridge, you know, it's not that far away from each other. It's not too many, not too many high schools that I'm aware of where at one point the high schools were that close to each other, you know? So it's a very, I'm very partial to this rivalry just because of where I've lived and currently lived. And, you know, my daughters, my wife went to St. Martin. Uh, I, my brother, my late brother-in-law went to St. Martin. My mother went to St. Martin. So there's, there's a spot in there for some blue and gold. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't as big as the black and gold, but it's in there. Um, players to watch, uh, for the jackets, you know, they, obviously the first one that's going to come to mind is number 11, Noriel White. Uh, Noriel at one point or another has played receiver, quarterback defensive back you know he does just about anything they need him to do throwing passes catching passes running the ball and so on a uh, few others on there Jalen Anderson uh, on offense he also has you know they have a lot of guys playing both ways so Jalen Anderson one of those guys playing offense and defense on defense they're led by the leading tackle Gavin Allen number four um and all these guys that I'm referring to, White's a junior, Allen's a junior, Anderson's a sophomore, you know. D.K. Jenkins, the quarterback, the transfer in from Mendenhall. Uh, I've known him since he was a a, a, a tot, you know. He, he played he played football with my nephew at in D'Arville Pee Wee League. So I've known him a long time. I've watched him from afar when he's at Mendenhall. You know, he's their he's been their quarterback this season, but he has been dinged up here these last couple of games. He was not able to play against Pascagoula. Unsure if he's going to play this Thursday against the Arville, but but it would be good to see DK and also his dad, Coach Jenkins, there on the sidelines. Uh, want to wish everybody safe travel to the game. Um, it'll be a doozy. It'll be a fun one. It's always fun to have a Darville St. Martin game and. Uh, on top of that, I'm looking forward to seeing all the fans of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast up in Picayune this this Tuesday night at Champion Sports Bistro there in Picayune. Going to be doing a little bit of a live show and uh, just talking football. I love talking football. It's always been fun for me. So I'm curious. I'm ready to get up to Picayune on Tuesday and, and you know, talk a little bit of football with my my, my brother's from Pearl River County, so I appreciate it as always. Uh, sorry about missing last week. Had a had family week family weekend at Starkville for my youngest daughter. Uh, so we traveled up to Starkville to uh, visit her and, and tour a few places and just be on campus for the weekend. So this weekend will be, like I said, games Thursday night at Warrior Stadium. I appreciate everybody checking in and, and, and thinking about us and watching and listening to the Warriors. Um, we'll be back next week with the final podcast of the season for the D'Arville Warriors postgame show. Uh, I'm Jeremy Forehand. On behalf of Matt Black and Kevin Roberts, uh, my two cohorts that are usually with me, 
since I'm doing this at the house, I'd like to say thank you to them as well. And uh, we'll see you, we'll see you Thursday night at the game, folks. Thank you.